WrestlingInc.com brings you Two-Faced Wrestling Talk, the podcast that goes beyond WWE and goes in-depth on ROH, NJPW, Impact, and more. Also featuring fun pop culture and wrestling crossovers, listener Q&As, and extended discussions about wrestling topics past, present, and future. Now, here's your host, Kelsey. Hi, and welcome to Two-Faced Wrestling Talk. I'm joined, as usual, by my co-host, Paul. And Kelsey, a little subdued, coming back from the Jericho cruise. And uh, they always say that people come back from cruises sick, so I'm glad I didn't go on the cruise. (laughs) And uh, seemingly, you've got a little bit of a scratchy throat, not feeling so good. So uh, best precautions didn't work. No, I mean, I feel terrible. And the funniest part is, so you go into these buffet areas around the boat and there's these people with spray bottles and they spray your hands with sanitizer and not only do they spray your hands but they say washy washy happy happy i just don't understand it (laughs) it didn't work though so they're a little washy washy happy happy did no good for me because i came back i'm sick as heck man i feel terrible but the cruise was fun I don't know what's more ridiculous, the washy-washy, happy-happy, or the way you say buffet with your Louisiana buffet accent. (laughs) Um, Before we go any farther, we remind you, you can find us at Two-Faced Pod on social media, or make sure you check us out, twofacepod.com. She's also at Super Kicking It, and I'm at PBoron88, and we want to thank our good friends St. Arnold Beer as we crack open a couple Oktoberfests. Enjoy those, and uh, maybe it'll help me feel better. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, it's beer, and it's good St. Arnold beer, and of course, their Christmas ale is coming out soon. I'm looking forward to that as well. Can't wait to try it. And before we dive into things, we want to mention that obviously, because Kelsey's not feeling well, uh, we're going to keep this relatively short by our podcast standards. Uh, no questions this week, but next week we will have your questions and answers, and of course, the return of the Pop and Wrestling Connection next Tuesday. But we're going to start with the cruise, and we're not going to talk about specific matches because that doesn't air until uh, this weekend on Fight TV. Yeah, so we're not going to talk specifics of the matches, but we want to talk about the cruise. And why don't you just tell everybody what the experience was like? Well, I have to say the best part of the entire cruise was the matches. We're talking about four nights of three-plus hours high quality level like almost like pay-per-view quality matches here especially like the higher tier ones especially the cross-promotional stuff like i loved marty versus sammy they did a really good job with that there were some parts i missed so i can't wait to watch it on fight luckily everyone on the cruise gets you know a password to check out the fight pay-per-view and i really do highly suggest to anyone who wasn't on the cruise to buy this pay-per-view i think it'll be a lot of fun jericho and the bucks versus cody and Kenny and Marty, that alone is worth it right there because it was so well done. It was so good. LAX versus the Bucks blew my mind. It exceeded my expectations. I loved it. That was one of my favorite matches. Anything that the Briscoes were involved in, that was amazing. And actually, I actually flew to Charlotte on the way home. They made me go to Charlotte and then Charlotte to New Orleans. But I flew on the plane with the Briscoes, and I talked to them. We all had to check our bags. They were so flippin' nice. And another funny thing is they were on Colt Cabana's podcast on the very last night. They were retelling the story about how Jay knocked out Mark's 
teeth, and they weren't against each other. They were teaming together. So that was a great story. And seeing them, literally, they were re- reacting, reenacting it on stage. Excuse me. Uh, it was awesome and funny. And I think Mark spilled beer. No, Jay spilled beer on Mark. It was funny as heck. And also, they were talking about how both Jay and Mark got, like, a little tipsy on the cruise, and they had to be taken care of. And it was, like, a legend on the cruise. Everyone was talking about it. All these things happened. Jericho got busted open. His eye got hit by the guitarist of Blizzard of um, Ozzy. So funny. He was up on stage just totally wasted. And he's already told this story a couple of times. And as he was singing, the guitarist turned around and hit him in the eye. And he had to go to the infirmary the next day. (laughs) And Jericho said, apparently I did a few songs with Blizzard of Ozzy. He didn't even know. Uh, There was a great Q&A with only 400 people that Jericho did. The first 400 people who booked their cabins. That was awesome. A lot of interesting things he was talking about, like Omega being one of his favorite opponents. We're really going to get into a lot of the match stuff next week. But overall, I just think it was a great experience wrestling-wise. You know, it, it was a little, like, I was a little lonely because I wish I had, like, more people to hang out with. But other than that, like, the matches were well worth it. Like, I was glad I was there. And uh, if you do watch it on pay-per-view, look out for me because during the Bucks and Jericho match versus Kenny, Cody, and Marty, I was right ringside with my costume with the silly Nick blow-up doll, my Halloween costume, where I'm the Young Bucks. I dress up as them. Well, Marty did something with the doll. And it was hilarious. So I can't wait. Also, earlier in the night, if they show this match, another member of the elite did something with my doll it was it was just funny i can't wait for you guys to see it let me know if you guys can tell that from the pay-per-view well you mentioned the lax young bucks match i sure hope that's on the pay-per-view because uh, i think i told you that's the match that i think i was most excited about and uh we even heard from lax a couple months ago here on the podcast how excited they were because young bucks were one of the few teams they've never faced off against i think another part of of this cruise that is so significant. You showed me an Instagram post where three champions, three different promotions are standing together in Kenny Omega, new Japan, Jay lethal from ring of honor, Johnny impact from impact wrestling, kind of a, uh, a capsulation of how big this cruise was and how special it was. It was special. And I feel like all the wrestlers really felt that when they were there, they kept conveying how amazing the cruise was, how they, how they want to do it again and how special all these promotions working together was, you know, for wrestling in 2018. It's a special thing and historic, I guess you could say as well. And as somebody who was there for the matches firsthand, I can attest that it did feel special and it was organically special. It wasn't something that people are telling you, oh, this is historic, oh, this is special, like some other things, you know, recently. But I feel like this was truly, like, just, I don't know. Everyone there was like, Vince can't touch this. There was a chant, Vince can't touch this. It was really cool. I don't know. I can't tell you. Even Jericho was like, they're right. (laughs) I don't know. It just felt really cool, like, Jericho putting it all out there, taking a risk on this new venture. I think I think it is is really a testament to how kind of like a trailblazer he is. He it was awesome. I think it paid off. Well, and the other funny things are uh, that you texted me about. Of course, I was in Minnesota covering the Saints Vikings game. That's why I wasn't on the cruise. Um, but you texted me that uh, you went down to the gym and there was Kenny Omega. You know, just. 
it's not a surprise. It's a boat. There's nowhere for people to go. But, you know, you're just doing your normal mundane things, and, and there, there these people are, which yeah. is kind of funny. Like, so the first night I was – I went to the gym during Fozzie playing, and actually you could hear music from the gym. Like, you could hear it because uh, – you know, deck 13 and deck 12 were the decks where you go outside. And deck 12 was where the gym was. So I didn't think anybody would be in there during Fozzie. But lots of wrestlers were, including Kenny Omega. And I, this is kind of funny. So I'm not, like, the biggest gym buff. You know, you and I work out just – I just like to stay in shape. I just walk or run on the treadmill. I do some weights, but not ever at the gym, usually at home. So I just went to walk on the treadmill and run a little bit. So I saw Kenny as soon as I walked in, get on the treadmill, start – walking then I was like I'm gonna run a little bit but I just felt like I was breathing and stepping so loud I was like oh my god they're like I just felt like so much louder than usual like I'm embarrassing myself in front of these gym experts I've got like the best wrestler in the world behind me doing weights and stuff and I'm like (gasps) 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 it's ridiculous I also saw Pat Patterson at the gym he was on a bike yeah yeah I saw Rhett Titus at the gym and randomly a pirate a guy dressed up as Jack Sparrow came and got on the treadmill next to me, and everyone was taking pictures of him. It was really weird. <laughs> I don't know who that guy was, but it was funny. Well, again, we were we're going to talk about the matches in depth next week after everybody's got, had a chance to uh, see it on Fight TV. But overall, what would you say was was the ship was the ship's cruise value worth it? Uh, would you do it again? What, maybe what would you rank the overall experience? It was worth it for the matches alone. The other stuff was, was great too, but I'll say like if I had someone with me like the entire time, I think I would have enjoyed myself a lot more. Every other person I've read, they've loved everything they did. And I loved things I did. I just, you know, I could have used a partner in crime, I guess, like somebody to go on the excursions with because I didn't go out on the Bahama like that. I didn't go out on not, you know, in Nassau because I heard a lot of things like, you know, they will try to like take your money. They'll try to like get you over there. In fact, my friend, I met all these friends on the cruise and they told me when they were just getting off the boat, somebody offered them cocaine and weed, two different people. Cause at first I was like, Oh, the same person offered you both things. So like, no, it was two different people. I'm like, Oh geez. So yeah, I didn't go off the boat, but I wish I would have. But overall, I do think it was worth it because the match quality was so high, and I could tell that they went overboard to try to make these matches something special and uh, something unique that you couldn't see anywhere else. Well, that's cool, and uh, again, looking forward to the action in ring as well. One other thing you want to add? Yeah, one other thing I want to say, like Sal and Q, if you guys (laughs) know about the True TV show Impractical Jokers, and this is like not even wrestling related, except for that they're huge wrestling fans. And they recorded one of their podcasts, and for some reason, that was one of my favorite parts of the entire cruise. I love the show Impractical Jokers, and Sal, one of the members, is probably like one of my favorite people that I've ever seen on TV. Just when he laughs, you want to laugh. It's just so genuine. And that was just really special seeing them do that. And then the karaoke was fun, too. Marty Skrull did some terrible Backstreet Boy song. I love the Backstreet Boy, so I was glad he did it. But it sounded horrible, but it was still a lot of fun. Sounds like uh, an interesting experience for sure. And uh, we will talk about it more next week. Well, let's shift gears and go to uh, another historic event, WWE's Evolution uh, we held off on watching it until you got back from the cruise, so it's a little fresher on our mind. Um, 
I thought it was really good, but could have been better, I guess is the best way to put it. I, 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 there were a couple times where things seemed a little slow. Uh, you pointed out in the uh, in Sasha the, Riot Squad match. Yeah, that was odd. Like, Sasha's usually one of the best wrestlers on the roster. And, she and so is like, Ruby Riot. Yes. And so they had, like, alone sequences together, and it just seemed like they were both moving through molasses and almost like they were touching each other super softly. Like, their punches were soft. It just, everything seemed so, like, they were protecting each other, like, to the max. I don't know what was going on, but, and I don't know if it was just me who noticed this, but, I don't know. It wasn't like them. They're usually some of the best women wrestlers on the roster. So, to me, that was out of character, out of place. It was odd. And, yeah, the show was pretty good, but that's something, like, on the cruise, you know, Evolution was happening as I was watching matches on the cruise. So, I'm looking on my Twitter... And I'm seeing all this stuff, people raving about Evolution. And I thought it was a pretty good show, but I feel like, and this sucks, but it's all about perspective. We talked about this last Mm -hmm. week. I feel like because I saw all these tweets hyping it up, almost like overhyping it, when I watched it, I was like, I didn't see what they saw. Because I was expecting something so high from what they said. And then, I don't know. Um, I hate to be that person, but I'm not going to... Just agree to agree. That's not me. That's never been me. I say how I feel. And if you guys disagree, of course that's okay. That's our motto here on our podcast. It's okay to agree to disagree as long as we all are respectful to each other. So, yeah, um, I thought that the Charlotte-Becky match was good, but I don't think it beat Sasha versus Bailey. That's From one of my NXT favorite... TakeOver, yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite still, women's match. Still, to me, the best women's match ever. As good as Becky and Charlotte was, and it was really good. There were some great spots. I mean, Becky's power bomb through the table, which ended it. The leg drop off the ladder. But then there were some things, you know, where Charlotte had the table too close, and so the moonsault didn't quite hit. Yeah. You know, and, and it was a great match, but like... as you said... Gimmick matches are the easiest types of matches to be great matches because you're relying so much on outside elements to make the match good. Everyone loves when tables are involved. Everyone loves when ladders and chairs are involved. Of course, it's going to be highly touted as a great match. Um, I'm not taking anything away from the women. It was a really good match. It just wasn't what I thought it was going to be in terms of I heard it was the greatest women's match ever. And to me, I wouldn't call it that because I still have such a soft spot in my heart for Sasha, you know, versus Bailey from NXT TakeOver, as we just talked about. That match relied on wrestling. Well, and it, story. it blew everybody's mind. And it is. It no. started kind of what we're seeing now. Right. So I think. You know, look, as good as this match was this week, if you're putting them head-to-head, I still say Sasha and Bailey was better. Now, as far far as the pay-per-view, I thought one thing they did really well in stacking the show is they got the legends on early, but but let the the current stars be all the main events. So, you know, you had Trish and Lita early, which I thought Lita didn't look so great. Trish, I thought, was pretty good. You know, the Battle Royal... Was good. I think Mickey James looked great in that yes. match. She helped carry that match, and everyone's saying that. And I actually, that's something I agree with people saying. Yeah, uh, the Battle Royal. You know, the Legends got some chances, but when it came down to it, again, it was the current stars. I like that because it wouldn't have surprised me if WWE had you know somebody like a Legend win it just to keep somebody else relevant or keep a name out there. So I thought that was good. But let's let's fast forward to the May Young Classic. Uh, 
Tony Storm and Io Shorai. Um, I did, I'll be honest, I knew nothing about Io. Uh, Tony Storm has had a ton of buzz that she is the next big women star. You know, we saw some of the clippings they showed it during the match, but uh, or right before the match. What did you think of that May Young final? I thought it was a great finals match. That was one of the matches I heard through Twitter that it was going to be good. And I expected it to be good before I even saw people talking about it. Even just, you know, with the lineup, I expected it to be one of the better matches. Uh, EO impressed me greatly. The moonsault, beautiful, like you said. You Picturesque, that out. yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> even was... Even the one, not just the one off the corner onto the floor, but even the one where Tony Storm gets her knees up. Right before the finish, yeah. Yeah, yeah just yeah. beautiful, just Beautiful to watch, like watching an Olympic diver or something. Yeah, so to me, she was my favorite in the match, even more than Tony. But everyone's really high on Tony. She's great. I just, I thought it was a great match overall. I did too. Uh, the NXT title match, we knew this was going to be good because oh, yeah. we love Shayna Baszler. Not only do we love Shayna, because I, I think like Kyrie a lot. Too, I do obviously. like her a, a lot, and I think it kept her strong. I love the finish because it wasn't absolutely clean. There was interference from outside, you know, from the four horsewomen of the MMA world kind of thing. I liked that. Perfectly played out, and then, you know, Sane didn't tap. That was the right decision there. Um, I, that match might have been one of my favorites, even more than the Becky Charlotte match. I, I just love Shayna so much. I think she's, like, the best heel in all of WWE. We said this a couple of weeks in a row. It's worth repeating. Mm-hmm. She's not only the best woman's heel – She's the best heel, period, besides maybe, you know, Champa. Yeah. I think she's really good, and she makes you question, like, oh, my God, this person could really, <laughs> like, hurt me and put me in the hospital. That's what she seems like to me. Well, that thing when she hung Kyrie Sane up off yeah. over the – I mean, that just looked like it hurt. It, I love that. <laughs> yeah, that, that move was great. It looked very intense. Let's just say that. I, I You know, I, as I watched this pay-per-view – I wonder if there will be a possibility, as long as uh, Ronda Rousey's contract is there, is if they'll have a Baszler or Ronda Rousey, since they know each other so well. Either tagging with each other or facing against yeah. each other, I think would be gold. Yeah. They've got to, you know, capitalize that, you know, on that maybe before Ronda stops. I don't know how long she's supposed to be in WWE, but they have to do that. They have to also do maybe do a four. Horsewoman versus four horsewomen. That'd be great. That'd be amazing. <laughs> of course, then you'd have to have this reconciliation between Becky and Charlotte, which obviously WWE turns on a dime on that stuff that anyway. That could be a but... WrestleMania moment. Yeah. The could, four versus four. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Although I, I think what, what we've talked about before, it'll be Ronda versus Charlotte somehow. Oh, yeah. WrestleMania. Well, let's, let's switch gears because we talked about what I thought was a match that was really, really hyped up and almost, to me, was overhyping stuff for me, which was Becky Charlotte. And let's go to something that was totally the opposite on social media, underhyped. People were saying, eh, I can't believe this was the main event. It was such a letdown. It was one of my least favorite matches. I was pleasantly surprised with how well that Ronda-Nikki match came off. Yeah. I didn't I... think it was bad at all. There was one or two spots that were awkward. But overall, I thought it was really good. It held the audience's attention. No, I didn't I... think it was bad. I... I get why it was the main event because Ronda is is the the star, right? Yeah, and you want mainstream press talking about right. this event. But I do think Charlotte and Becky should have been the main event just by booking the card. But look, we've said that in pa- other pay per views with where, men, where yeah. AJ Styles and Samoa Joe should have been the main event. Yeah, you know? and that was like the third to the last match. So exactly that happens. Uh, yeah, I thought it was really impressive. I loved 
the way they let Nikki kind of dominate after the double teaming. You said the one sloppy spot, and really, it was sloppy, but only because I think the camera angle that the director yeah. took was bad, where he you saw, see Bree climbing yeah. onto the back of Ronda. And if he maybe would have taken it from the front angle where you could see Bree's face versus right. her, like, hands and, like, you know, body, <laughs> like, then you might have seen her, like, punching and trying to, like you know, get Nikki off, and then you wouldn't have seen her climb as much. So, yeah, that was bad directing maybe more so than just the wrestling spot. Well, and then the other thing was some legitimacy. I mean, Rhonda's face cut in the forehead I by like her that. eye, clearly from that boot, uh, the springboard boot from Nikki. It looked brutal. I mean, and with no weapons. That's the whole thing. It wasn't a gimmick match. It just was. And for, for being that type of match, a normal match, they did really well. Um, and I'm not a Bellas fan. People are going to, you know, they hate on the Bellas. Rightfully so, I guess, in a way, because they're not like a wrestler's wrestler, I guess. But Nikki's put in the work to improve, and I think it shows, and it's shown for a long time. Now, she was away for a while, but this was a good showing. And I'm not going to say I hated it, because actually, the funny thing is, it was underhyped for me, and <laughs> I liked it more than I thought I would, because people were, like, ragging on it. So, first question is, Will there be a second evolution? I think probably that is a resounding yes. But oh, yeah. will it be as popular as the first one? Probably not because there's going to be a curiosity factor for this historic one versus the next one. What would you give it as an overall grade? Mm, that's hard. Uh, it, I don't want to give it any special favors just because it was an all-woman show. I want to grade it like any pay-per-view. Like, including a man's pay-per-view, a man and woman's pay-per-view. Um, a B. Just a B, maybe a B-minus. Because there's some matches that just didn't hold my attention. A B, a solid B. Um, the main event, I I do think it surprised me. I I liked that because I think they delivered more than what was expected. I loved the Baszler match, so... I mean, that match was an A to me. I loved that match. Um, Charlotte Becky, that was an A. Uh, yeah, I guess a B. Yeah. If you compare it, I'm not giving special treatment because, you know, I'm a woman. I think we should judge it against everything else. So to me, just a B. But it was entertaining. And it's historic. And, and to go to your first question, I do think they'll have another one. The feedback was so positive on social media, in the mainstream press. It's just sad that they're going to follow it with this stuff, you know, with this all-male pay-per-view in a country that doesn't have as many rights for women. Well, well, we'll get to that uh, as a quick out in a second. I also agree it probably was a B. Uh, look, I think all four championship matches were A matches. I thought the NXT, the Mae Young, the SmackDown, the Raw were all A matches. I think, yeah. I think the tag team match to start the show was only okay, probably a C the Battle Royal was probably a C, but Battle Royals are never anything overly exciting for the most part. The all-in one was great. <laughs> that was the best Battle Royal ever. That was yeah, pretty good. The, the, the women's one was, I guess, like a C, C-. minus. I thought Riot, there was some weird Riot Squad versus Sasha Bailey and Natty that was, was not like them. Was good, but it was Natty was the best part of that match. Yeah, so I think, I think going forward, I've said this on the podcast before, I think you're developing enough talent that there should be some sort of tag team belt on the line. I think they're going to move towards that, yeah. Uh, I think that was one thing. I think the missed opportunity that we've talked about over it and over. It should have been a rematch. Oh, Bailey yeah. versus Sasha. Yeah. Even if it wasn't the main event, even though it should have been. Um, 
that should have been on the card, and may, maybe it will be next time next year. Um, I, I that what, what that was a, a missed opportunity. Yeah, what a historic moment that could have been for the first all women's pay per view, the match that put women's wrestling like on the map. I think that was the match. So to me, that's still the greatest women's match in WWE history, in my opinion. Uh, if you guys disagree, that's fine. Tweet at me. Uh-huh. Tell me why you disagree. That's okay. At SuperKickingIt, S-U-P-E-R-K-I-C-K-I-N-G-I-T. It still holds up to the test of time. The only thing I can say, maybe in WWE's mindset, if I was trying to predict why they didn't do it, is maybe they felt like they didn't need it as much for this first one because it was going to be big anyway. So maybe a year from now, that could be the main event in the second evolution. You know, and maybe build a whole storyline to it. But again, WWE makes no sense because they seem to be building a storyline earlier in the year and then they went away from it. So. Well, that's actually a great point, Paul. Um, I didn't really think about that. So maybe they could use it next year, but will they actually book it at all? And when? I mean, uh, it could be a WrestleMania moment. That's, to me, how big of a match opportunity it is. They've got great chemistry. Please, at some point, capitalize on WWE, please. (laughs) Yeah, you would think. Um, So that's it for Evolution. Uh, As far as Crown Jewel goes, we're not really going to talk about it. We're not even sure if we're going to watch it at this point. I don't know. Don't don't expect a review, per se, from us, because we're still, uh, as we record this podcast, up in the air on whether we'll even watch it. Even though I do want to see Braun and Brock, I would like, uh, you know, we've talked about it a million times. I'll watch AJ Styles and Samoa Joe over and over and over again. Yeah, but, I love them. But I don't know. It just it feels dirty to watch that paper. It does. It and feels I think wrong. a lot of people feel the same way. Yeah, a lot of people on social media I see are just like, I'm not going to review it. I'm not going to watch it. I'm like other podcasters even. So I'm on the fence about it too because we've got a lot to watch this weekend anyway with the Jericho Cruise. I can't wait. And we got to catch up that. on New Japan stuff. Oh, we're, we're behind so on that. Behind. We got to apologize to you guys, our <laughs> listeners, because we've been a podcast that always. Re- you know, talked about New Japan stuff and talked about our favorite points in latest matches and stuff like that and story developments. We haven't been doing that, so we apologize. Things have been hectic in the month of October for us, so. Yeah, things are going to settle down a little bit, and like we said, next week we'll get back to taking your questions, and uh, we'll have a pop and wrestling connection again next week. Yes, and also I just want to reiterate, I know you guys might be saying, man, Kelsey was on the cruise, but she's barely talked about it. We are going to go in extreme depth. I literally took maybe 500 pictures slash like kind of like short video gifts at the cruise. So if you are watching the pay-per-view on November 3rd and you see me ringside with like a phone in my hand, I was taking so many pictures to put on the YouTube version. Another thing to make note of, if you're watching on YouTube and all you see is our logo, we did not do a video version because I'm just not feeling well <laughs> at all right now. I'm, I'm surprised we even have gone this long. I'm just... uh trying to tough it out i guess but yeah we'll back our video version will be back next week and we will go very in depth on the cruise and uh yeah we're not talking about the matches because we don't want to give any spoilers because as you guys know it was a sea of honor tournament so it was a tournament with brackets so as soon as we start talking about matches and winners it's all gets spoiled so yeah i'm not going to do that to anybody and uh, i would never hurt ring of honor by giving away what happened i do recommend you know, buying the show. Yep, we'll be watching it, and uh, we'll talk about it next week on Two-Faced Wrestling Talk, and uh, we will 
try and get Kelsey back to good health with a steady diet of uh, St. Arnold beer and oh um, maybe some emergency in there as well. Not in the beer, just in some water on the <laughs> oh, side. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be you'll sick. hydrate with the emergency and then you'll feel better with the beer. Trust yes, me. Yes, yes. So, uh, so we do apologize for this, you know, abbreviated version, but we just wanted to put something out there at least. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, again, make sure you follow us at Two Face Pod. Check us out, twofacepod.com. She is at, at Super Kicking It with a G. I'm at PBoron88. And uh, we appreciate you joining us. And of course, I've got to throw it in because we don't have a video version. And I've been consistent in wearing my Red Sox gear. Congratulations to the Boston Red Sox, you Dodger fans, Astro fans, and Yankee fans listening. Best of luck next year. Yeah, I got to say, that was awesome. I, I even watched some of the World Series. Yeah, I'm very happy about the Red Sox, so that was cool. Well, that, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, make sure you check us out next week. Thanks so much for listening and or watching if you're checking us out on YouTube. That's the finish. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.